Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hi, welcome back. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 15 minutes away. Packer fans, we will talk to Dave Sinek and theheadcheese.com as we take a look at the, well, three out of the four locals today. The Vikings in the spotlight tomorrow. In the spotlight right now, the Chicago Bears. Jeff Hughes, thebearsblog.com. He's our go-to Bears guy, and he joins us. Jeff Trenton, Ken, good to speak with you. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Doing well. Well, Ryan Pace. Uh, looks like to me, I mean, we, we love his first round, or his first pick, not his first round pick. They didn't have a first or a second, but we watched, uh, David Montgomery at Iowa State, and, uh, every time, seemingly every game he played is just something, wow, how did he do that? And that was normally breaking a tackle or three, uh, on, on a particular play. Uh, your thoughts on Ryan Pace? Did he nail this draft considering the hand he was dealt with the lack of draft picks, Jeff? Well, I think, Ryan Pace was in, a, was in an opportune situation here because the Bears were looking for one starter. This roster is deep, it is talented, but they had one position where they needed a starter, and the way running back has been devalued in the draft, it was someone they were comfortable they could find in the third round. Um, David Montgomery, from what I've been told, was a target from day one. They love the kid. They love what he brings to the locker room. This is a team that is dedicated to culture, and it's one of the reasons they were not in on Le'Veon Bell this year they do not want to bring disruptive forces into what is a charismatic and together locker room. And everything you read, everything you hear, everyone you speak to about David Montgomery talks about the kid like like he's a culture changer and he's an Eagle Scout and he's a great kid. So they got a starting running back in the third round, and I expect that David Montgomery will be the horse running back for this team uh, right off the right in the get-go. You know, it's so interesting, Ryan Pace coming from Kansas City, Kareem Hunt, the connection there, and Matt Campbell, the connection. He coached him at Toledo before he came to Iowa State, and we've heard Matt Campbell many times mention Kareem Hunt and David Montgomery in the same breath here. So your overview, we obviously have seen a ton of this guy. I'm excited to get an outsider view, somebody that I'm sure, yeah, I don't think you watch Iowa State games week in and week out like we do here, Jeff. So just your opinion of this guy and, and what you mentioned you think he's going to be the workhorse right away, but what you're hearing inside that organization, what they think of him. One of the knocks on Jordan Howard, and by the way, Jordan Howard should not receive many knocks because he carried a terrible offense for a couple of years in Chicago and deserves credit for that. But one of the knocks on him in the building was that they just didn't think he got the most out of every play. They didn't think he always hit the hole with the speed he should. They thought he, he had a lot of six-yard runs that should have been 12-yard runs. And they went and found, as far as I can tell, the opposite of that from college football. They found a guy who gets every inch and every yard out of every carry. And that's, that's been the big theme to the people I've spoken to in the building. They expect that there's never going to be a yard left on the field when they give the ball to David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that this offense lacked last year. They were not a great running team on first down. They want to be. They were not a great... Uh, pass-catching team out of the backfield when Jordan Howard was on the field. That's not what he does. It's something David Montgomery does, they believe, very well. He adds a dimension to this offense they simply didn't have last year because, let's be honest, Tariq Cohen's a wonderful player, 
but he's never going to be a 20-carry-a-game guy. Mm-hmm. They think David Montgomery will be 20 carries a game and four or five catches and just add a dimension they didn't have. So, listen, from everybody I've spoken to, they are thrilled this guy is on their team. They were surprised he lasted as long as they did, and I'm never surprised to see Ryan Pace make the aggressive move and go get his guy because it's what he has done every single day since he took this job. Ryan Pace is consistent. When he wants a guy, he goes and gets them. And I don't know how, as a fan, you don't love that about your general manager. Why would you want complacency? Why would you want somebody to sit back or get more picks? Go get the guy you want. If anything, 2018 proved they're a 12-4 and roster now. <laughs> Something Pace is doing is right. And I think this Montgomery pick, I think we're going to look back at this pick years from now and say, wow, they, they stole this kid at 73. You know, I hope you're right. I, I have a hard time not rooting for David Montgomery, both on the field, and you mentioned it, Jeff, a little bit, off the field, too, and you guys will find out more about him, what he did in the community of Ames and reaching out and, and developing friendship with, you know, with handicapped kids or kids that uh, have uh, disabilities. Just a remarkable story, David Montgomery. You're going to love him. Now, Riley Ridley was the second pick in the fourth round. That was the Bears' second pick. I don't remember at the time which draft, uh, which broadcast I I was watching, but one of the um, analysts said that this might have been their favorite receiver. And granted, a, a draft that didn't have a lot of, you know, over the top talent receivers, but Riley Ridley, Calvin Ridley's brother, saw make him a couple of big catches in the national championship game a couple of years ago. They like Riley Ridley, the knock maybe four or five. If he was in the four fours, he would have been a second round pick at worst. Your thoughts on Riley Ridley? Can you imagine that we've gotten to a point where a guy could, could fluctuate two rounds really? over a tenth of a second? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, 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 I get that speed is a wonderful commodity for a wide receiver. But Troy Williamson and Darius Hayward Bay had an awful lot of speed. What this kid is known for is his route running. And the one thing last year, again, these were targeted picks. These were targeted players to fill specific needs. They want their young quarterback to be comfortable and confident with where his receivers are on the field. And they, this is the kind of security blanket wide receiver who will come in and, and Mitch Trubisky will know, hey, on third and seven, this kid's going to get to the chains, he's going to be in the right spot, and when I deliver the football, he's going to be there. And it seems like from his tape, he catches just about everything. So he's never going to be a burner. He's not going to torch secondaries all up and down the field. But this is the kind of player that, that a young quarterback loves because he's reliable and he's tough and he catches the ball. And I think, you know, young receivers in the NFL, you shouldn't expect them to come in and catch 60 or 70 balls. It rarely happens for rookies. But I think you'll see him have a 30 or 40 catch year. I do not think this is a normal fourth-round pick. I think this kid will be in the plans from day one because Matt Nagy was gushing over him uh, in their post-draft press conference. I expect Ridley to make a, a small impact in year one, but certainly step up in year two and become a, a force on this roster. Just five selections overall. We mentioned the first two. Round six, they get Duke Shelley out of Kansas State, a cornerback. They uh, look for a home run with a late running back, White out of Florida. And then their final pick, it's the Ryan Pace special. Small <laughs> school kid converted from wide receiver to cornerback. Six foot three cornerback, Stephen Denmark. I guess a, a project to mold, right? I, w- I, I assume all those sixth and seventh round picks are project, and, yeah. and you, you hope somebody pans out. You hope somebody becomes a starter down the road. But these guys, I mean, Kareth White is an intriguing prospect uh, at tailback, but I, I don't see where he fits. I mean, there's not a lot of room now at that position for him to make much of an impact. 
they don't need right now a corner to step up very quickly. But I think they have got a, a good defensive coaching staff in place, and they'll try to develop these kids. But if you're getting anything from those kinds of guys in the draft, uh, it'll be on special teams. And even that's a bit of a reach when a roster is as good as the Bears is right now. Uh, let me get your take on what the other three teams in the division did. Of course, we love Hawkinson going to uh, Detroit. The Vikings needed offensive line help. Bradbury, I think, solidifies the offensive line, allowing Elfline to move over to guard. Uh, the Packers had a, I mean, some people love Gary. They obviously did. Some people don't. And then they took a safety with their second pick. What about the competition uh, in the north? Uh, well, before we get to that, I just want to hear one thing. Watch the kicker competition now in Chicago. It's the most important position they have yet to fill, and they've got a nut job named Casey Bednarski coming in who likes to take videos of himself <laughs> kicking 70-yarder shirtless. That, that kid will become a fan favorite quickly when people start to discover him. What's his name again? I want to remember. What's his name? Casey Bednarski. Bednarski. Check his social media profile out. I call him a nut job because he's doing backflip shirtless and kicking 70 yarders. There's, there's something wrong with him, but maybe he's that right kind of crazy that works in the NFL. Mankato uh, State and, uh, well, the NFC North seen a yeah, pretty good player from there. Yeah. So here, here's my take on the division. Uh, I like what the Minnesota Vikings did. They had to get that offensive line better, but, I don't know that, that Bradbury helps in the pass protection. And I think until they find a way to keep Khalil Mack and Leonard Floyd from just harassing Kirk Cousins, that matchup still benefits the Bears. I don't understand what the Packers do on draft day. I don't understand how that organization is run. To me, they, they added a couple of talented defenders a couple of years ago. They kind of panned out. These guys, one of them's got an injury. Gary's got the injury concerns. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I continually look at what the Packers do and wonder, is this organization doing what it takes to maximize my potential in my prime. And I don't see any way to argue that they are. And the Lions do what the Lions do. They take a tight end and everyone goes, all right, well, they're going to be 8-8. Eight and eight. So it's, it's the Lions right now are desperate for an infusion of something, of some energy, of some superstar potential. They're not getting it out of their quarterback. I don't think a tight end, uh, a Midwestern tight end, is really going to inspire them and I think if you're the Bears, as you sit here today, as May is about to approach, your expectations are that you're going to win this division again because none of these teams around you have made the moves to equalize uh, the talent gap in the division. So right now, I would not be overly concerned if I'm the Bears, but I'd be concerned if I'm a couple of these other teams that they're just sort of treading water. All right, I got a couple left for you. Jeff Hughes joining us from the Bears blog. First, is it time to stop screwing around? James Daniels to center, Cody White here back to guard. I told you that a year ago. Mm. Uh, I told you that from the get-go too. Yeah, you you said it on draft day. <laughs> yes. You said it on draft day a year ago. <laughs> I, I, it, everything everything is headed in that direction. Good, good. James Daniels is a natural center. Cody White is a natural guard. Put these guys in their spots. Leave them there for half a decade and have <laughs> of the veteran Kyle Long next to them here mm-hmm. for at least one more year. Be a ferocious interior. Put everybody in their positions and leave them there. The last regime, terrible at this. They kept moving Kyle Long around. They yes. kept moving pieces. These guys are natural guard and center. I think you'll see James Daniels center in day one. All right, and uh, you told me right before we came on the air, not only are you coming back from your uh, New York home to Chicago in December, you got another road trip on the agenda watching the Bears this year. Making your way to London, huh? Nice. I will be, I will be at, at Spurs Stadium for Bears Raiders in October. 
Uh, I'll also be playing Royal St. George's down in uh, down on the coast uh, that week nice. uh, because golf is always my priority over football. And <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I've, from what I've been told by a whole bu- it sounds like there's going to be twenty five thousand Bears fans <laughs> making this trip. That's I have right. heard from yeah. countless people since mentioning it on social media that I'd be going. There's going to be get-togethers. We're going to have our own little event over there. So any of your listeners who are Bears fans or just football fans, I think it's going to be a rollicking scene in that city for the weekend. It's a great city anyway. Just go see it. Uh, but I'm excited to see the Bears play over there. I'm, I don't know how I fall on these London games. They seem silly. you got all these fans wearing different jerseys. It doesn't quite add up to me. But what the heck? Why not go for a, have a fun vacation? Good stuff. Thank you, Jeff Hughes. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you in the weeks to come. All right, thanks, guys. Good to talk to Jeff Hughes, TheBearsBlog.com. Fun trip, would you? Yeah. I would, yeah. I know you would. No, I think I... That, that would be something that, that got you... would be pretty cool. Out of the basement in Ankeny, huh? Yeah, that would be pretty neat. During football I mean, season, remember, this happens. Yeah, that's true. we got to give up a Saturday, so I'm out. Um, not doing that. All right, we'll take a time out. We'll they talk do have Packers. TVs in Europe. Yeah, but I hate to miss a game. You, you won't miss a game. <laughs> Get there on Friday. You have to. You yeah. almost have to. Never been to London, you? No, no, never been. Well, never been uh, off the uh, out of uh, North America. Never, huh? Never. Ever want to? No. Really want to? No. Yeah, kind of, but it's a long flight. You know what? I want to go see, and my, my, my wife won't go. Your, your curmudgeon stuff just cracks me up to no end. I, I want us to go see the um, the D Day stuff. Oh, you're a yes. a war historian. Yeah, kind of. I got yeah. that from my dad. I would love okay. to go see the cemeteries and because it's so spectacular the way they're all lined up. It's just just amazing. Summer trip. Yeah. Do it during the summer. You'd have to, right? Yeah. You'd have to because I know you can't from end of August until yeah, I'm out. End of April, middle of April. Mm-hmm. You're pretty much locked in the in the basement, right? Yep. Weekend after yep. weekend after yep. weekend. So night after night. Summertime's a slow time. Kinda. You can do it. You can we'll take see. a week off. Thank you. I'm gonna take, I got you I, covered. I, I gotta take a week off next April, actually. Next April. Next April. We're going to Hawaii. To Hawaii. I've been told. You've been told. We're going to Well I thought Hawaii. you were going there one other time. I we thought I thought so too, but I got my talk my way out of it. Uh and hoping she'd forget and she hasn't. Anyways, we will come back. We'll talk to Dave Sinekin on the Green Bay Packers. Interesting draft for the Packers. Rashawn Gary and then the safety. They took a safety late at 30, I want to say. We'll find out. The uh, kid from Maryland. Yes. That, that was I, at d- d- 23. Or they moved up. Did they yeah, move up yeah. again? And we, when they drafted, we both the next day came in and said, you know, I watched Maryland a couple of times. I don't ever recall thinking, this kid jumped off. Savage. Savage, right? Yeah. I mean, they played Iowa. We didn't talk about them. Oh. Maybe we should have. That, that shouldn't be the end-all, be-all. No, but still, we don't, rem- talking about. We, don't, but we don't remember him. No. For the 21st pick? Yeah. Want to be a guy you remember. You would think. We'll talk to Dave Sinekin next. He's thehead.cheese.com. It's Miller and Condon.